welcome back for season two of the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and I'm here to encourage you with tips and strategies to help you build stronger relationships, deepen your faith, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Welcome back to the program today. I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm really excited today to talk to you about our solar system. I love researching the size of things in the sky, the majesty of God put on full display by the things that he has made. It makes it evident that there is a majesty emanating from the creator that dwarfs anything we could ever even imagine. I love to study the size of the stars and their distance in light years, and maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that some other time. But today, I want to focus in on one star in particular, the sun. At the center of our solar system is this enormous, bright, flaming, powerful source of light and heat and life. Everything that revolves around it is able to exist because of what the sun provides. And while it's 93 million miles away, which to some can seem far, in the grand scheme of our universe, it's actually quite close. And it may not look very large in the sky because of its distance, but it is actually massive. Here are a few numbers. To help illustrate that, it would take 110 Earths side by side to represent the diameter all the way across the sun. The sun is 330,000 times heavier than Earth, and by volume, it would take 1.3 million Earths, that's us, to fill up the space taken by that single star, that source of light. The earth, in and of itself, is quite impressive. It's pretty big, beautiful. It produces life after its kind. It sustains life. The earth is quite impressive. But it is only able, please hear me clearly, only able to do those things because of its relationship with the sun. Now, it might not surprise you to hear that mankind, for centuries, considered the earth to be at the center of the universe. Mankind is good at that. We believe in our own power and majesty and beauty, and that everything else that exists, exists for us. This was called geocentrism, and it was in play until like the 17th century or something like that. The concept is simple. People believe that the moon, of course, but also the sun and all of the stars rotated around the most important place in existence, the earth. But then came telescopes and technology, and it didn't take long to figure out that we are just not that special in and of ourselves. In fact, in our solar system with at least eight planets, sorry Pluto, and all of the moons, and any other entities around, that they rotate together around this powerful star called the sun. Heliocentric is what we call it, 
life allowed and sustained by our relationship with and revolving around the Son. Now let me ask you something for thought. Do you think that God did that on purpose? I do. I am 100% certain that the things that have been created not only proclaim the majesty of Him, not us, but are built to put on display that He alone has the power to create life and sustain it, much like the sun is basically infinitely more powerful than our earth and allows us to be. We are because of this bright, beautiful, powerful source of light and life. And I'm not talking about the Son. I'm talking about His. The New Testament, and in particular John's letters, attribute things that we would now associate with the Son to Jesus. He is the light of the world. In Him there is no darkness at all. Life is made possible because of that which He provides, and life stays in place because of its relationship to Him. This is true physically from creation and onward, and it is true spiritually. You and I are not at the center of any universe, but man still struggles with this. Mankind struggles with admitting with acknowledging that Jesus is the Christ. You might say, well, not really. A lot of people say that. That's actually a pretty popular concept in our country. I disagree with that. I think people have some acknowledgments of Jesus, but they don't understand what it means to say that Jesus is the Christ. It means He is the Son. He is the source. He is the power that we are not. He is at the center of of every life, everything that we are and produce, everywhere that we're going, is related to the pathway that emanates out from Him and His pull. He is first place in everything, because without Him, there would be nothing. I am concerned about spiritual geocentrism. Does that make sense to you? People looking not at the earth, but at their own lives. They look at their own existence, who they are, and everything else revolves around it. And so everything they produce, much like the earth produces the vegetation and life and beauty, everything that person produces is of their own power, of their own wisdom and self-improvement. And everyone revolves around them, including God. He's out there, revolving around, popping up in the morning when we need him, setting at night. There are entire religions built on this. In fact, many are. This concept of me with occasional circular existences of Jesus or the Father around us. That is not the truth. And in that belief, there can be no life. We don't have the power Just like the earth would be a dark, lifeless rock without the sun, so too we without Jesus. Are you a geocentric Christian, or are you a heliocentric believer? By that I mean the true solar system revolving around the sun. 
To push this a little further, I'm not just talking about you and me admitting that what I'm saying is true. It's not enough today for you to say, yeah, I listened to Chris's episode. I agree. Jesus is power, greater than us, brilliant, beautiful, bright. We live because of him. We revolve around him. Got it. That's not enough. I'm not asking you if you believe that. I'm asking you if you are living it. Do you live each day knowing that Christ is at the center of it? That everything about you is because of him? And everything that drives you and empowers you, fuels you, must be sourced in that which he provides? Drawing your ability to live, not from your own strength, not from others, but from him. And who you become, how the rest of the solar system sees you, the brilliance of the light that you produce is not of your own. It is merely a reflection of the beams of glory that hit you from the source himself. I'm asking you, is Jesus at the center of your life? And I guess I should really rephrase that because the answer is yes, even if you say the answer is no. Jesus is the source of life for the atheist, even if he vehemently denies it. Jesus is the only thing that sustains his breath, even if he rejects that idea completely. During all of those centuries, when man believed that earth was at the center of the universe, was it? It never was. We were always revolving around the sun, even if the earth denied that truth. So I guess I'm not even asking you, is Jesus at the center? I know he is. I'm asking you, do you understand that? And is that reflected in the decisions that you make? It's just like with the earth. It's not just that the earth revolves around the sun. It's that everything the earth produces, the trees, the life, the beauty, the systems that work, all of that revolves around the sun as well. Nothing that exists on this earth is untied from the sun. That's the kind of life we should be living. I'm not just saying, is Jesus at the center of your life? I'm asking, is he at the center of everything you produce? Is Jesus and your recognition of him and your connection to him, is it at the center of every relationship you have? Is he at the center of every goal you set and achieve? Everything you're trying to do in excel still more, how does it relate to him? And if it doesn't, should it even exist? Can anything really exist disconnected from Jesus? I suppose it can, by the mercy of God, for a while, but it is all set to decay. The world and its lusts, of course, are all passing away. So listen, I'm still all about Excel still more. Setting goals, planning your day, working toward outcomes that are amazing. But I'm just telling you, without him, what's the point? How would the effort or even the outcomes have real value? But if we do these things in his name, by his authority, through his power, and for his glory, we build a life around the sun. 
and it will be beautiful and bright. So in these last, I don't know, seven minutes or so, I want you to understand why I have brought all of this up. Last week was our 100th episode. I thought about it, but I didn't bring it up. We were talking about deeper Bible study, and I wanted that to be the focus, and so we just went on, and I never mentioned it. But I was thinking this week about having 100 unique Excel Still More ideas in the books. It's kind of amazing to me. I don't know how we got here. I'm very thankful that we have. As you know, those episodes were designed to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. I have to be honest with you, though, that last phrase in particular hasn't sat as well with me in recent months. All of the things we've talked about, I think, are helpful. I want to revisit some old episodes with you in a minute. And I still stand behind all of the principles presented. But I'm not so sure that the goal is to get the most out of your life. Or at least, it ought not be worded in that way. I'm going to change that intro, maybe for next week, to something that more reflects that Jesus is at the center of everything that we do. And we should be praying things like, help me implement this principle we studied this week because of Jesus. Help me to draw from him the things that I need to do these things. May I do them by his power, and may they only exist, not so that I can get the most out of life, but so that I can reflect the most light from my source so that others can see Jesus in me. Does that make sense? I hope that it does. I'm not renouncing the history of the program. I just see it all a little differently now. And I'll illustrate that by very briefly walking you through the first 10 episodes that we did. It'll go fast. Maybe it will spark your interest and you can go listen to them. I would argue you could go back and listen to any of the 100 episodes, identifying Jesus as the center and the source of your life, and each and every one may take on some new and special meaning. Early on in January of last year, I put three episodes out there. Just Get Better, One Great Hour, and Always Speak Last. I was thinking about those today. I do want to get better, but I want to make sure that whatever I improve is by Him, because of Him, and for Him. I need one great hour every day, but I need it so I can recognize my Savior, so I can pray in His name and read His Word and plan things that honor Him. I want to speak last in every conversation I want to listen first and understand better and speak more wisely and be heard, because that's exactly what Jesus would do. He would speak wisely in ways that people understood and in ways that connected with their true needs. That tactic makes me more like him. Episode 4, Be Wise Small, even in the most basic of ways, even in the tiniest of daily decisions, I want to reflect who he is and be more like him. Episode 5 was on best month ever. I was having a great February. I remember that. A lot of breakthroughs were happening. But I hope what was really happening is that I was clearing out the sky, cleaning out the fog, 
so that I could see him and feel him and connect to him. That's what would make the best month ever. Episodes 6 and 7 were on the marriage secret and the inner circle, both of which had to do with the people with whom you surround yourself and your connection to them. But in marriage, the goal is not for me to revolve around her or her around me, but us revolving around Jesus, drawing our patience, building our love, fueling our spirits by that which only he could provide. And those are the kinds of people I need in my inner circle. I need people close to me who also look to Jesus. I need people close to me who are warmed and filled and fueled by what he has done for them so that I can draw strength from them and ultimately him when I need it and go out and help others. Episode 8 was called Fourfold Excellence, Faith, Friendship, Fitness, and Finances, all of which are in the journal that many have been filling in. Each week you go back and measure all of those. I still believe that I want to get better in all of those categories every week, but now I see it has to be faith first. It doesn't matter how much better my friendships get, or my financial condition, or my body, if I'm not first and foremost seeking closeness with Jesus and using all of those other things to his glory. Episode 9, Asking Beautiful Questions. I still love doing that. I write it in the journal every day. I try to address him in a way that tells him that I know that he is 110 times the width of me, 330,000 times the weight, and 1.3 million times larger times infinity. He has power I don't have, and I try to draw from the source of his strength in prayer every day. And then lastly, and maybe ironic here, that episode 10 to start this program perfectly coordinates with today's thought, the one thing. Everything I do, everywhere I go, every person I interact with, I have to focus in on the one thing that matters in that moment and never let it go. That thing is my Savior. It is Jesus, it is his power, his love, his presence, and his promises, and as long as my life revolves around that, around him, and nothing else, he will make me what he wants me to be. And I can draw joy in that every day. So listen, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more in that, in him, for him. Not just because it's wise, but because there really is no other option. You've built your life around the sun. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the program, please remember to share with your family and your friends. Also, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for emails, order the three-month journals, or just catch up on old episodes. So until next time, let me leave you with this. Whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.